Welcome to the Serve the Team podcast with your host, Shelley Bischoff. The podcast will explore psychological safety and how it influences how teams work together. There's no doubt that leaders face significant workforce challenges. This podcast focuses on opportunities for leaders to empower high performance in their teams and enhance the employee experience of coming to work. Join the conversation with Shelley as she speaks freely about how you can best serve your team today. Hello and welcome, and thanks for listening in. I want to focus on kindness, and I want to consider if kindness counts in the workplace. And if so, how can we increase its presence in our culture? The science, research, and corporate experiences confirm the essential element of kindness in the modern workplace. And does it count? Yes, and it can actually be transformative to a culture. Kindness can be defined as being open, considerate, and friendly. Being kind requires us to be present, thoughtful, and authentic as it involves the willingness to recognize and support others, celebrate them, and to give attention to someone else. It is also about giving honest feedback when doing so is helpful to another person, offering a genuine compliment or positive feedback requires us to think about someone else, their mental state, behavior, personality, thoughts, and feelings. And when sharing kindness, it's not just about how you treat other people, it's about how you extend those same behaviors and intentions to yourself. How does having an act of kindness directed to you feel? How does it make us feel? In one word, It makes us feel good, really good. And feeling good helps reduce our levels of stress, anxiety, and fear. It increases our sense of belonging, focus, and willingness to contribute. At an individual level, when you engage in an act of kindness, it boosts the serotonin and dopamine, those neurotransmitters in the brain that promote feelings of satisfaction and of well-being. It also releases endorphins, which are your body's natural painkillers. Let's consider the research that's been done around the subject of kindness in the workplace. A 2018 article posted in the Journal of the American Psychological Association shared a study of a functional analysis completed of a workplace which considered how predispositions for pro-social behavior prompt, reinforce, and propagate kind behaviors in the real world. The study randomly assigned employees to three groups, givers, receivers, and controls. The research revealed that practicing everyday pro-social behaviors such as kindness is both emotionally reinforcing and contagious, and that receiving everyday pro-social behavior is unequivocally positive experience. Analysis results found that pro-social behaviors may further reinforce the giver's actions by inspiring others to act. 
receivers paid their acts of kindness forward with 278% more pro-social behaviors than the control group. I will add the study link to the show notes for your reference. Another interesting survey resulted in four key findings. The collaboration was between kindness.org, which was commissioned by Beckman, 1802, to survey 1,365 employees from six well-established companies. The findings showed a direct link between kindness and overall employee happiness and job satisfaction. Those findings included being kind to your boss predicts happiness in the workplace. Kindness at work is a bigger predictor of overall happiness than income. Feeling valued is one of the biggest contributors to workplace happiness. And doing purposeful work is directly linked to levels of happiness at work. In my practice, kindness is so important to the availability of psychological safety in order for teams to work at the highest level of performance. I have witnessed acts of kindness make a significant impact on a team which is struggling. Do individuals know when an act of kindness may be necessary for a team to move forward or to deal with a challenge in a different way? Is kindness an innate skill or ability? And is it possible for us to train individuals to be kind? Just asking the question sounds ridiculous. Individuals who incorporate kindness are generally those with high emotional intelligence levels. When it comes to compassion, empathy, self-awareness, insight, motivation, and the ability to diffuse conflict. So if we can't train individuals to be kind, how can we foster kindness in a way that is meaningful to how teams work together? That's the question. Let's consider what kindness looks like, how it acts, and how we can give and receive it. Kindness is eye contact. It's smiling at someone, acknowledging them entering a room, or speaking. It's responding to someone and addressing them appropriately. It's being flexible with others, giving respect, dignity, and appreciating individuals. There are many ways to demonstrate kindness in the workplace, and they don't have to be big actions. Our ability to foster kindness in our teams can only start from our leadership practice and a desire to invite more kindness. Kindness can be simply saying thank you and acknowledging a job well done. That in and of itself can go a long way to showing appreciation to others. It's also about how we offer assistance and actively listen to understand what help may be necessary. Leaders can foster kindness on their teams by setting a positive example and implementing strategies to promote a culture of kindness and empathy. We start by leading by example, demonstrating what kindness, empathy, and compassion in your interactions with team members looks like. We can be respectful in all of our communications and take time 
to really be clear about the expectations that we have set. Our level of kindness is a valuable attribute that speaks volumes about our character, commitment, and long-term value as a leader. What's more, when we show kindness, our goodwill will encourage the same within others in your team. Kindness has a significant impact on teams in the workplace because it fosters a positive and supportive work environment. Teams will demonstrate more acts of kindness when they have more psychological safety available. When kindness is communicated as a valuable attribute to working together by the leader, teams are signaled to know that this is a work standard that matters. Have you witnessed or been directly involved in a situation where a small act of kindness changed the trajectory of the conversation or conflict that may have been occurring? It's amazing to see how kindness can diffuse the volatile energy of conversations that are tough, situations that are challenging, and instances where employees feel threatened. Another method of showing kindness to your team is related to when you're able to share credit. When success is achieved as a team and you take the time to be thoughtful and consider how best to acknowledge the contributions of everyone involved. Those are the moments that you are building trust. You are demonstrating leadership in a way that communicates how important it is to treat others with kindness and acknowledge that they have value as a member of the team. It is interesting to note that I have worked with leaders who have voiced their opinion that kindness is not a required element of their practice and in fact can actually be harmful to the team in terms of setting appropriate behavior expectations. These leaders indicate the need to be strong and show their teams that strength is critical to their success. The misunderstanding is that kindness is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of their ability to access insight into the impact their behavior as a leader has on those that report to them. I do not challenge the beliefs of these leaders. Rather, I take an opportunity to explore how kindness impacts them as an individual in any context, whether that be at work, in a social environment, or a volunteer opportunity. Providing the safe space for these leaders to develop the capacity to discuss the value of kindness and to gain insight into how it may actually serve them well and is an act of kindness in and of itself. My role as a consultant is to park my judgments and assumptions and create the space for these leaders, for any leaders, to be able to discuss their thoughts around how their practice impacts their team and where they could make headway to advance the performance available to their team. I want to spend a minute on coaching and mentoring others in the workplace and offering guidance and mentorship to informal leaders or junior colleagues is an act of kindness because sharing your knowledge 
is a generous act. Consider the adage that people don't remember what you said to them or what happened. What they remember is how you made them feel. Can we be too busy for kindness? Absolutely. Our days are so busy and we are trying to have a touch point with everyone, every project while monitoring deliverables. That's why it's so important for you to be kind to yourself when you consider how much time you are taking to recognize the value of the random acts that help people feel welcome, invited to participate, sharing the future of the work you are doing together, and able to be authentic in the contributions they offer to the work you do. Leaders have an opportunity to demonstrate how kindness towards themselves is demonstrated through their commitment to self-care. We all need to take care, and having kindness ensures we do that, not only for ourselves, but to demonstrate the value of it for others who need to do the same. When we are committed to maintaining a work-life balance, it encourages our team to prioritize their self-care and well-being, both physical and mental. When we signal to our team that we don't know what to do in a particular situation and authentically ask them for help, it models how we are being kind to ourselves. This will foster others feeling more confident and comfortable also asking for help. Kindness is a recognition of our human nature, that being perfectly imperfect. We work in complex and ambiguous environments. And kindness is an essential element to build resilience and increased capacity to face the challenges with confidence and compassion. Acts of kindness can make the team environment a happier place for everyone. They can boost feelings of compassion, being in control, and optimism. They may encourage others to repeat the good deeds that they've experienced themselves contributing to a more positive work community and successful future. Be committed to being kind with no exceptions. As always, I end by asking you how you are serving your team today. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Shelly invites you to send your feedback, thoughts, and ideas to Shelly at servetheteam.ca. Follow Serve the Team on social media or check out servetheteam.ca where additional articles and information is available. Specific references made in the podcast can be located in the episode show notes.